You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven to deep left. For the line, she is gone. Aaron Judge, line one right down the line. Swung on and line to right center field. It is a base hit. Grounding third, scoring kind of from left off. And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center, it is high. It is far, it is is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run. Talking all things Yankees baseball. Good morning, everybody. We have made it. We are in the ALDS week as we record here on a Monday morning. It's the Bomber Brothers, Sean and Ryan Chichester back to preview the upcoming series. Sean, we now know the opponent. It is the Guardians. They swept the Rays in two games in Cleveland in a pretty... I would say thrilling fashion because it was a walk off in the 15th inning, but really it was just like a zero zero game with absolutely no offense. And I think kind of gave us a a preview of what was to come with either team. I mean, both of those teams are below league average offensively in terms of WRC plus, but it's going to be the guardians. What do you, what was your reaction? What do you think a little more nervous than you would have been if it were the Rays? Uh, Just how, how are you feeling about, taking on the guardians i mean i think the yankees and guardians are going to be an interesting matchup because you have you know we we saw what the guardians pitching can do what their bullpen is made of but we also saw that what their lineup is having a tough time doing and that that's scoring runs so i think it makes for an interesting matchup i was you know when we were in the 13th 14th inning i was pulling for the rays because i'm like if these two teams are beating the crap out of each other let's just make them go three and and really wear their bullpens down and we've seen that in the postseason if you rely on your bullpen too much in the later rounds um you, you can get gassed that's happened to the yankees but you know they have two days off before the division series starts so i would assume that they're ready to go albeit unable to throw their ace until game two probably right because he'd be on four days rest so the yankees will have a pitching advantage in game one allegedly <laughs> um but yeah i mean look they're going to be a good test i think they won 92 games in a much weaker division but they've also been hotter later that right the the yankees kind of cooled off in the second half where the guardians got hot so there's a lot of contrast here i think that makes for an exciting and a tough to predict series um I think it's I think it's going to be a tough battle. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I said it last time we talked. I was kind of leaning towards preferring the Rays because of that Guardians bullpen. And that bullpen showed how tough they can be. Again, it was against a much weaker offense than the Yankees. So you, you hope the Yankees are able to score some more runs. We did see that the Guardians offense is not built to score a ton of runs. I mean, they scored three runs in these two games, and they were both via the home run. Jose Ramirez had a two-run home run, and 
Oscar Gonzalez had the walk-off solo home run in the 15th inning, and that was it. That was, that was their entire offense. Now, if you get into a if you get into a playoff game and Garrett Cole gives up one home run and it's a two or three run home run and and the Yankees are struggling to score against the Guardians strong pitching, then the same thing could happen to the Yankees. But also I'm much more confident in the Yankees' ability to put up runs against Cleveland than I was about the Rays. So like you said, it was it was kind of a toss-up for me. I was leaning towards rather facing the Rays, but once it got to Saturday, I was like just Tampa find a way to win this so we can do this all again tomorrow and and wear out uh, either team's pitching as much as possible. It didn't happen. So now the Guardians get an extra day's rest before before they open up this series at, at the stadium on Tuesday. But I think regardless of who won, the Yankees should be expecting to win this series. I think the expectation should still be that the Yankees win this series and we'll uh, We'll see what happens. Obviously, it's it's not quite the wild card series, but it's still a five game series. Anything could happen. It's still not a ton a ton of time, but I, I think it would certainly be a disappointment if the Yankees can't beat Cleveland in a five game series. Yeah, I mean the Yankees are favored um, according to all the betting lines, and I think they they do have an advantage because of the way their rotation lines up. Um, you know, I, I um. With Nestor going in game two, that that should be, you think, uh, a pretty good pitcher stool. Uh, and in game one, I know uh, Quantrill and, and, and Cole's ERAs are close. I know that Cole has struggled with the home run. But, you know, one thing that I think we need to keep in mind is that um, Quantrill is not a big strikeout pitcher. Pitches to a lot of contact. And the Yankees make a lot of hard contact. So I think that matchup might play in the Yankees lineup favor. and. I also think with the Yankees, you just have more chances of players who are going to run into one, so to speak. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people say contact and contact and contact and contact. But in the, in the postseason, more, the higher percentage of runs are scored on home runs um, than they are in the regular season. So it's more important that you have power in your lineup and the Yankees have more of that. Now, would I be shocked if Cole gives up a home run to Jose Ramirez and then an inning later to Scott Naylor? No, absolutely not. Like. Wait, Josh Naylor? Josh Naylor, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I said Scott. Um, I mean, Naylor tormented them two years ago when they played in the the first ever wild card round um, in the COVID season. But, you know, th- those guys can absolutely take Cole deep. But I think that the Indian, I'm sorry, excuse me, the Guardians just don't have the firepower to match up with the Yankees where it's like, you know, the Yankees are going to send up seven guys in that lineup that could go deep at any time the guardians are going to send up four or five. Yeah. And... Well, they have, they, they've got two studs in Jose mm-hmm. Ramirez and Andres Jimenez. I mean, they are both really, really good hitters. Jose Ramirez, an MVP candidate until judge started doing what he did this season. So they, they have two big bats in that lineup who you'd certainly be scared if they were to come up with runners on base. But I mean, even with them two in the lineup, their uh their wrc plus as a whole was something around like 93 this season so below league average you take them two out it's significantly worse so yeah if if you can contain those two guys then then you're in good shape and if i remember correctly the yankees pretty much completely shut down jose ramirez in the 2017 alds again that was a long time ago but it still shows you that if you can neutralize uh some of their best bats then then you have a good chance to take the series yeah, I mean, I think that's the case. I think 
Um, I, you know, I, I think the Yankees have a good chance because if you have two Cole Quantrill matchups, I think you'll you should win at least one of those. And then you have um, you know, Nestor and Sevy going with the Yankees offense, I think it's advantage Yankees in, in those games. I'm not saying that they have the pitching advantage, but I think the Yankees lineup is going to so outweigh the Guardians lineup that it, it's going to tip the, the scales in the Yankees favor, even with the bullpen mismatch. And it is a big mismatch now. Yeah, it is. And we'll see. We'll see how the pitching can fare against the, an offense that they should be able to contain. Uh, we Garrett Cole was dominant against Cleveland this season, two earned runs in, in 12 and two thirds. Nestor was really good himself, three runs in 12 and a third. So I think he made, he made the diving play at first base against the guardians, right? That's oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, and well, was that the game when the fans threw the stuff on the field? Yeah. It was a Sunday game. Yeah. That, that, that worries yeah, yeah. me. That, that is some bad karma going into this series. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was an ugly scene. So hopefully nothing like that happens again, but, um, but yeah, Cole and, Cole and Nestor bolted really well against Cleveland this season. Uh, Severino never faced them. So we'll see how he fares, but he looked as good as you could possibly hope for ending the regular season. So Obviously, it wasn't much of a surprise, but what, what was your reaction to to Boone confirming what we all ne- didn't necessarily think was the best move, but was the expected one and going Cole, Nestor, Severino in, in games one through three? Not surprised, but at the same time, just like, uh, I, I wish they wouldn't do that. Um, it is what it is at this point. It, it might wind up working out because I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather have Nestor um going in game two because there's i think there's less room for error there um so it might kind of backwardsly work out where cole doesn't have to face um uh, bieber so, right yeah it, well, might, it might it might work out in a backwards way when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, hopefully the Yankees can just tag Bieber for seven runs again and this yeah. all will, will be moot. That That's the thing is like, you know, you, you have these great pitchers um, that pitch in other divisions. And then sometimes they come to the American League East and see, a, uh, you know, a Yankees level lineup, a Toronto level lineup and struggle. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. So let's see. Oh, Matt Carpenter, our boy, looks like he's back. Boone said that he is uh, very likely to be on the ALDS roster. He's apparently taken Nestor Cortez deep in live batting practice this weekend. He uh, apparently roped one off off Severino, I think it was, too, yesterday. So uh, are you excited? Uh, what what are your expectations for Carpenter? Are you, are you worried that he's being thrown right back into playoff baseball? There's going to be some rust and that we're not going to see the Carpenter we saw all season. Where's he going to play? What's what's the outlook for Carpenter? Because if he they can have the Carpenter that they had before the injury, this that's that's a game changer for the Yankees. Uh, look, you saw what Kyle Schwarber did in 2016. Um, you can you can look at what Aaron Hicks did in 2019. Um, 
big home runs, good plate appearances when he came off the IL, even though he still needed Tommy John at the time. Yeah, Greg Bird, 2017. Greg Bird, 2017, had a great postseason. You could even go back further. Chili Davis had a lot of injuries in, in the 1998 season and came up with some big hits in, in the postseason that year. I'm expecting um, this to be the X factor for the Yankees this October. If if he's able to, and I believe he will be, hit like he hit before he went on the IL, look out. Uh, the Yankees are going to be a completely different team. And I was really encouraged to hear Giancarlo say that he's ramping up to play the outfield in the postseason. Uh, we had talked about that last episode. I think that is huge because if you could have both of those bats in the lineup, um, it's going to be good things. And we look, we saw in 2020 and 2021, Giancarlo Stanton is a is a force in the postseason when he gets going. If he can get going and you have Carpenter there and then you have the MVP and judge. I mean, you got you got three three hitters that are going to scare opposing managers and, and Anthony Rizzo has postseason pedigree as well. Um, so I, I'm, I'm really excited about what the lineup looks like if you're able to stick Carpenter in there. So if he gets playing time, just look out like that. That to me is the X factor. Yeah. I'm fascinated to see what the lineup will look like with the uh, Carpenter in there and, and Stanton trying to get to a place where he can play the field is definitely an encouraging sign, especially after Boone and pretty much, said that it wasn't going to happen just a, just a couple weeks ago. But now Stanton seems like he's finally got that timing back. He was looking much better in the final days of the regular season, which was a, a huge encouragement because he had looked completely lost since coming back from, from the Achilles IL stint. But then, and then you know, some, someone is going to have to get bumped. I mean, if you're almost guaranteed to have Bader in center because they value his defense so much and for good reason, Judge is your right fielder. And then if Stan plays the outfield, then, you know, Oswaldo Cabrera, who's been so good for the Yankees, then you you wonder where he plays. Third base. Put him at third. I, I would love that. I, I really still don't know if the Yankees are going to be willing to do that, you know, for the $26 million Josh Donaldson because they love his defense so much too, despite the fact that he has not been good offensively all season. But we'll see. It's, it's going to be interesting. The Yankees have some – some tough choices. I'm sure some tough choices that they are not upset about because it means that they've got a bunch of big contributors back. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But one contributor, I don't even shouldn't even call him a contributor because he didn't contribute anything this season, but headaches. But one player who won't be on the roster is Aroldis Chapman. He skipped the Yankees team workout on Friday. He was supposed to throw a live batting practice to uh, help both himself and his fellow hitters get ready during these uh, many days off. And Boone said the re his excuse for not coming was not acceptable. So they told him to stay away from the team. He's back in Miami while the Yankees get ready for the ALDS. And the Yankees said they're also exploring uh, potential disciplinary actions. So I mean, well, it happened, so we have to talk about it, but I don't even want to waste my breath on this guy. All I can really say is I'm so glad that we are almost guaranteed to not see him pitch in a Yankee uniform again because his contract is up at the end of this season. There's no way the Yankees bring him back after this caps off a season in which he was terrible yet again. So good riddance, goodbye. What what are your reactions to Chapman uh, being being an ass? 
not surprised at all. Actually, a friend texted me the the article and being, you know, like the the shocked face emoji. And I'm like, dude, I'm not surprised at all about this. You know, you go back and, and Lindsay had a great article in The Athletic about, you know, starting with the tattoo and, and everything from this season, you know, that caused him to go on the IL when the Yankees are really hoping to ramp him up. You know, the guy was just not in it this year. He's for the last few years been declining. And, um, you know, he, he look, we all know the kind of human being he is or we've witnessed what the kind of human being he can be, whatever. Um, not shocked at all that he is so self-centered that he can't deal with the fact that he now sucks and needs to throw live BP to try to make a roster. All right. You don't want to do that. Don't don't come around my team then. That's it. I'm I don't care. I'm I'm so happy I don't have to see him anymore. But yeah, like you said, what else is there to say? It's just the end of end of uh um of a disappointing era because it was disappointing when they traded for him. It was disappointing when they re-signed him. It was disappointing watching him pitch in the postseason, giving up you know big home runs to Altuve and to Brousseau and and big hits left and right. Just disappointing. And you know what? If he was on, the Yankee bullpen could have used him, but whatever. We'll we'll find a way without him. The vibes will be improved. Yeah, I think so. And, and that's so all that matters. And so will the pace of play, because mm-hmm. God forbid he would have got actually gotten a chance to pitch in one of these games with the way he's been pitching lately, taking 45 seconds in between every pitch just to throw a, a ball over the hitter's head or something to the backstop. I am very relieved that we don't have to watch that or watch that ever again. I can't even imagine what Chapman will look like next year if he gets picked up by another team with a pitch clock. And if he does, I'd, I'd be fascinated to see it and would really hope it happens against the Yankees because it means that probably a lot of runs are coming. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, you never know. He, he could find it again. I'm not saying he can't, but I'm just saying he's such a such a, a detriment to – to the clubhouse in my opinion and he's i mean you know then if you read Lindsay's article he was a very me first kind of person you kind of saw that behavior before he even came over and doesn't care about other people so i i don't want him on the team team should all be pulling the rope in the same direction but yeah, yeah. agreed don't need to spend much more time on it other than we are happy that we probably don't have to watch him pitch as a yankee ever again never wanted to see him pitch as a yankee in the first place and and goodbye so, um, real quick, I know we kind of touched on the series. Yankees, I, I like how the athletic does the Yankees win if the Yankees lose if, and then they do it for the other team. Um, you know, we know what we know what the roster is pretty much going to look like. Now we know what the pitching matchups pretty much are going to look like. What do you think is the factor for the Yankees to win? What do you think has to happen if the Yankees lose? The Yankees win if they keep the ball in the park. Uh, that's kind of like a narrative for any playoff series. We saw it happen with, with the Mets and Padres, which, which just ended last night. And you know, the team that Homer Moore won the Padres teed off in game Friday in game one on Friday, they won in a route. The Mets got some home runs from their stars and Lindor and, and Alonzo on Saturday and they won. And then Padres had a, a big offensive day again, Last night, and they won. I can't remember who all went deep in that. I think there were two home runs, but I can't remember. But anyway, um, whoever out-homered the other one that series, I think it will be the same 
in this series, just like it was in the Guardians Rays series. We know Cole's struggles with the long ball. All right, well, so if he can keep the ball in the park, I like the Yankees' chances. And if the Yankees will lose, I guess I should say if they can't keep the ball in the ballpark, but the the Yankees will lose if the Yankees will lose if they don't if they don't have one or two bullpen arms show up. The bullpen is such a huge question mark. There are some candidates for guys who can be really good. Clay Holmes is unsure for game one, but he says he expects to be on the ALDS roster. So games two, three, four, five, if necessary, if he comes in, he looks like the Clay Holmes of earlier in the season. That would be huge for the Yankees. Loisaga was trending in a good direction towards the end of the season. If he can get more of that swing and miss stuff back from last season, then that would be huge for the Yankees. If Wandy is at his normal self, now that he's going to be back from the IL, that would be huge. So I think the Yankees win if their starters can keep the ball in the park, especially Garrett Cole. And I think they'll lose if if the bullpen has a lot of struggles like it did down the stretch of, of this season. I'm not, not too worried about the offense. I'm confident that they'll do enough. It'll just be more about if the pitching does enough. What about you? Um. I'm, I was kind of thinking along the same lines, but I'll I'll take it in a different direction. Um, I think the Yankees win if their offense plays up to their capabilities. Um, we've seen, you know, postseason series where, you know, you said it in 2017, Jose Ramirez, you know, went ice cold. And that's the difference in a five game series. So, you know, you can't you know, there can't be a hangover from the 62 chase for judge Stanton can't go into one of his things where he's chasing every slider down and away. Glaber Torres can't get pull happy. He can, needs to continue what he's been doing. You know, like just you need like two of, of two of your big three to, to just not go ice cold. And, uh, you know, the Yankees win if they their play up their offensive capability. I think the Yankees lose. Uh, for the same thing you said, if if they can't figure out the bullpen or I'll, I'll take it in another direction. I think if the Yankees are able to limit walks, because you know what, if Cole gives up a, two solo shots on uh, on Tuesday night, the Yankees still should win that game. If he gives up two runs in, in six or seven innings and they're both solo home runs, I don't care that he gave up two home runs. But if he walks a batter, loses concentration you know, gives up a single and then gives up a three run homer and then gives up a solo homer. Now you're at a four, you know, a four run outing. So I think they just need to limit the walks. Don't give free passes to this team that has, has a tough time generating offense, but can really pitch well because you don't want to put yourself, you know, you, you give up a three run homer against the team that can pitch like this. It's going to feel like a, you know, like a very uh, tough hill to climb. So limiting the walks, I think is going to be going to be big for the, for the Yanks. And they've generally done a, a, a decent job at that um, so far. And for the belt, I think we both agreed last episode judge gets it for the entire regular season, right? Oh yeah. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit weird and I'm going to pick two guys. I think we're going to have a co-belt champion of Nestor and Sevi. I like them in games two and three to, uh, to really help uh, show show off the the true aces of our staff. All right. Well, I'll go against that grain and I'll go Cole as one of my co-belt champions. I like how he looked against Cleveland this season. I I still have I still have faith in Cole. Not as much as I used to, and I'm not saying I'm expecting you know eight shutout innings from Cole, but I still 
I'm very confident that Cole can turn in a type of, you know, seven innings, two run start that puts the Yankees in, in a good spot to win the game and hopefully can quiet some of the uh, long ball concerns that he has uh, faced for last month or so now. And for my, for my other co-built champion, I'm going to go with Anthony Rizzo. I think he has a couple big home runs and he certainly has the playoff experience and, and pedigree from his time with the Cubs. So I think he got, has a couple big swings that are enough to, to put the Yankees on top. So we'll I, guess we should, I guess we should wrap up with who wins this series and in how many games. Uh, I'm going to take Yankees in five. I think uh, game four is probably going to be slanted in the Guardians' favor. So I think it's really important to get get up to one. Whether and you know they sh- they should do that with the combination of Cole, Sevy, and Nestor. They should win two out of those three games. So you pair that with the offense. So I'll take Yankees in five. I'll go Yankees in four. I think the Yankees are very well set up for this series. They're rested. They're getting guys like Carpenter back. The bullpen scares me a little bit, but it would scare me much more if they were facing a different level of offense. So, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it's just going to be good breaks. I mean, you hope that it's not Ramirez or Jimenez coming up in late innings with people on base. Hopefully it's, hopefully it's some other far less potent bats in the lineup. Like, I don't know, like your Miles Straws or Ahmed Rosario's, those kind of, those kind of guys. So we'll see. But I like the Yankees in this series. I was going to say five, but you said five, so I just switched it to four. No, you could take five too. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. So I'll go four. I'm confident. Yeah. I, 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 the interesting thing to me is I, I think the Yankees win to five, but I'm not like I'm not going into this like super confident as if we were playing the Twins. I think this can go either way. Oh I think, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a really intriguing series for the reasons we laid out at the beginning. I'm, I'm really interested to watch how this unfolds. And um, it'll be disappointing, obviously, if the Yankees aren't able to pull it out. But I think it's going to reveal a lot of the questions that we've had um, to on a, on a small sample given. But it, it'll be cool to see how the team comes together in terms of all these injuries that we've been waiting for people to come back from, how the bullpen fits together. It's going to be really intriguing. And there's a good chance it works out and there's a good chance it doesn't. So we'll see. Yeah, I, again, I would not be shocked if the Yankees lose this series. It's a five game series against a 92 win team. The Guardians have a three-headed monster in the bullpen that's as good as any postseason team right now, maybe the best. So, you know, you hope you get into the late innings with a lead because it's going to be tough to score on them. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Wouldn't be surprised if the Yankees are bounced, but I'm also confident that the Yankees are going to be able to win this series. So we'll see how it shakes out. We'll be here probably after game two, I'd say to, to catch up and see, see how the series is going, but thank you to everybody for listening. And, uh, and we'll talk to you next time. Get ready for some playoff baseball. Let's go Yanks.